Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm looking forward to, I love watching uh, the virginity being taken of the young guys. Really unfortunate drop. (laughs) I love it. We're rolling five deep. With the young guys, uh, Eric Chiafalo <laughs> and Zach Woolchuck are joining us from the G-Bag Nation. And, look, I will be honest. That was the lamest, worst media party setup in our 12 years of doing this. Gosh, dang it. So, so You didn't like that? I, no. It sucked. It was like Katie Trail backyard, Katie Trail Ice House. It was like Katie Trail. And it, was, <laughs> and it, was, it was just nothing but benches all outside. It was freezing cold. The food wasn't that good. But by the end, and I it was, liked it. And it was wait, because we were drunk. Well, no, 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 because it got full. Yeah. Once it got more filled up. No. At I, the beginning, it was terrible. It was like, what? It was like, it's so big. No, the reason it empty. got better, that, that was that was a segue to my compliment. Y'all, y'all, y'all made it better. You too. Oh, thank you. You guys, you guys raised, the, raised the stakes on it. Uh, when you came in, we got our we got our group, we got our squad, we got our posse, which I told you was going to happen. Yep. Bassick was there, all giddy over DeAndre Ayton. Gavin Dawson was hanging out, so we were rolling deep. But when we were first there, it, it sucked. I was ready to go, but then y'all came, and I was like, "Choppy, I can I can keep going." Yeah, I, I looked at RJ and I said, "I'm good. I can I can keep going." And I'll pay for it this morning, but hmm. not as much as Bobby. Not as much as Bobby, but I wanted to know y'all's initial. Experiences uh, with my uh, virginity segue to the whole experience. What's jumped out the most, dude? This whole the whole experience so far has been outstanding. We thought the party last night was super super fun. Now on the way there, when Bobby texted me and, and said, I told it Bobby sucks. I, when he kept going, it sucks. I said, don't tell the young guys. I said, don't tell them. Let them come in. Let them experience it. Thank you. Don't ruin it for them. Me and RJ were like, don't be freaking the Grinch. And he's like, that's what I do. <laughs> that's I what am. I. That's yeah. what I do. Yeah, I'm Bobby really the Grinch. <laughs> Did he tell you it sucked? Uh, he did, I yeah. Checked. He texted us and said when we were like 10 minutes I out, checked. he's like, it sucks. And I'm like, well, we're on our way, so go bleep yourself. We're showing up anyways. We walk in, and by way of hello, here's a jalapeno peach margarita and on the rocks. Yeah, it was, it was like, You know what? This party is dominant. Where's the boys? <laughs> yes, we were treated like royalty. And then we started making our rounds, food section, food section. Cigar. 
the cigar. That was actually really cool. But Walter's morning, paying the price for the cigar. I'm paying for it a little it's, bit. There's nothing worse than waking up with that taste. The taste. The stench. The smell. He's coughing I, in the bathroom. I'm, I'm like, are you doing something in the bathroom? No, right man. Are you it's hitting just, something in it's there? It's the leftover cigar. I, that's why I had to jump in the shower. I had to get it out of the hair. You showered this morning? I had to just get a rinse sesh. Yeah. I do have a question for you. Uh-huh. Are you a diva? No. All right, Eric. I don't know. Am I? I don't know. So we're all sitting down. It came, little, it came out a little bit. We're, we're all sitting down. Might have he, little diva tendencies. He had his blazer. I know you guys are the number one rated afternoon show now in DFW. Congratulations. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. Um, and Zach, I'm like, Eric, because I know Eric will down all the food. He'll <laughs> appreciate it. I'm like, man, the brisket tacos back here are the best thing here. And Zach, like, twice with a dead serious face asked. <laughs> he looked up to the other guys, the rest of us, and he goes, can you go get me some? <laughs> so I let oh, yeah. that go quietly. Yeah. He's like, hey, yeah. go get me some. And then someone was like, Bobby's like, let's all pound. Let's take shots of a full vodka soda. And Zach's like, uh, someone go get me one. And then he looked like, right at me. Right at me, he said, "Go get me one." <laughs> Somebody hit like, you okay. at twenty. I thought you were making the rounds. And then it was like the cigar, <laughs> and he was like was giving, giving off that impression of like, "Go get me the cigar, like light it. I don't care that it's in your mouth first, and like bring it to me." So I was asking, <laughs> oh, "Come on!" I was asking Wolchuk uh, or Chiafalo, I'm like, "Is this is this common? What's going on?" It's not common. There's a newfound soda confidence, I will say. Yeah. But he's he's a bit of a wide receiver in an O lineman's body. This happens to everyone yeah. when they lose this weight. Bobby, yeah. we in. Sufferable. What do you mean will be? <laughs> yeah, he already is. Oh no! Like, like you haven't seen the level it'll get up to, Chop. It's going to be awful. In I, three I, you months. know, I, I really, I really don't think. I don't. I don't think. I don't think. I don't see that out of you. So he's not. Is he? A, he's, he's. Is he a miho? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only Eric yeah. does. High five on hey, that one. Hey, I slipped when I was like trying to hit you, and I almost grabbed you. <laughs> that wouldn't help with the whole virginity. virginity. Thing. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Walk you over to the sleep number bed, right? No, there. We, <laughs> oh, we got a pick in there. Bobby and I have both been in that sleep number bed. I highly recommend it. At it different is times, very comfortable. No, at the same time, <laughs> that with the tacos though, it's like I felt a little bit less guilty. If I wasn't the one to go get them, and they just kind of appeared. Oh, it's like I wasn't the one that went and oh. it's a soda. I, I didn't seek out the tacos. Oh, somebody it's brought the tacos. It's a soda guilt. Oh, like that. Uh, like otherwise that. It, wasn't it was like, like you're my biatch. No, otherwise it was like I don't really want to make the effort to go and do that. Then I'm just gonna feel extremely guilty. Those tacos did go crazy last night, though. Yeah. those were those were outstanding. Okay, uh, what about uh, guest wise around here? I mean, the McCaffrey mom interview was epic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it, yeah. It, was was, in person, it was cringe. In person, it was a bit cringe. Cool. She sounded cool. But she was awesome. Off the air, she was really. She was a sweetheart. She really was. Did she was you really cool. know that she – how did she know that you all were the show that said it? It's a great question. I think she just uh, – you know, mama bears, bro. She, and she probably went down Dallas, the rabbit hole. Dallas. And she clearly made it known in the interview. She's like, I'll, I'll tell Christian. She wasn't just saying that. Like, he was clearly bothered. No, he knew about it. Yeah, he yeah. knew about it. Yeah. I, think I didn't realize how big he got it. You didn't realize with all the articles and the station mandate, not that <laughs> Christian McCaffrey would be knowing about it. <laughs> Meanwhile, we book the the guest on the show that yeah, said it. It was out of nowhere. She just because she's broadcasting like five feet from yeah, us. Tables right behind. We're us. in the middle of a segment, and then she, she just loud. comes over she and sits loud. down. And I'm like, Here. is she like? No, no, no. She's not very loud. Ed though, Ed's not very loud. I, the, yeah, is it? All right. What about 
walking in. You got your McAfee. You got you, you guys were very regretful. You didn't high five or something with Chris. Sims. Well, should've we, we, we fist bumped. We fist bumped. We should have done a Mary F. Kill video with him. We That's what we actually should have. Because Sims was just standing there by himself, and I tried to book him for a week, but he was busy leading up to the Super Bowl. So I was like, "This is a perfect, perfect chance." But in to our go defense, ahead and talk to him. it was like the first forty-five seconds. We were still having like an out-of-body experience. Yes. Like we couldn't control anything we did for the first five minutes we walked in here. It was like we were levitating a little bit. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, the room was just... Walchuk said, this is better than sex. I While he was looking guys. at like a bunch of plumber cracks. Pat and <laughs> And it's true. Pat McAfee looks like he's wearing makeup. I mean, he is glistening yeah. when you see him on his set. There's a shine. There's a shine. There. I love that he's he can glowing. just get away with, with wearing cut-off sleeves and nobody says anything. He so. looks like a badass. Him and, and we, Tim Collins, man. Yeah, we saw Carrot Top. Too. Carrot Top was hanging out behind us. Yeah. Is, is he still jacked? Yes. He's jacked, yeah. but my gosh, Carrot, something's... I mean, we know what's going on with Carrot Top. <laughs> I like this mascara, though, I will say. Okay. Goodness gracious. He's got a lot of chems running through his body. Yeah. And then Dana White was making the rounds. Dana White? Dan- and it, I, I wanted to try to get anybody? Dana to sit down and see if we could get that McGregor fight at AT&T Stadium. He was as I wanted to take a slap pick with him. Oh, no. did you? Instead of the boxing photo, you wanted to have an open hand to your face? That's he, good. That's he good. wasn't interested. What do you think <laughs> happens today, 9-15, with Dan Orlovsky and Bobby? It's going to go one of two ways. It's going to go loud, aggressive, pit bull Bobby, or it's going to be what Walchuk's doing right now, folding the arms <laughs> on the chest and just shaking the head and uh, defiantly keeping his mouth shut. How, how, when you guys brought it up to Choppy yesterday uh, during G-Bag, how panicked did Tim look? When you mentioned it, Tim booked Orlovsky for he us. He kind of brushed it off, like haha, and then he immediately, as soon as the segment ends, mm-hmm. comes back over and has a powwow with Bobby about it. It's yeah. actually the perfect morning for it because right now Spittle has Bobby's balls in a vice <laughs> because he's he's late to every segment. He's puking during segments. Mm. He's he has no energy. <laughs> he's clearly being unprofessional. I think I've been a trooper today. <laughs> no, you've been awful. Yeah. And Spittle's like been texting him and like he's so he's got Bobby's balls in a vice. So like. This is the perfect day to have Orlovsky oh, because yeah. he's got to watch himself a little he, bit. He's in a little bit of warm water. He's leaking he's a little bit of confidence right now. He's not going to do anything today. You're no, calling it. No, he was never going to do anything anyway. Oh. All right, he was never going to. How do you all describe, like, this, like, this, this, uh, this, this, this thuggery that he, like, thug? He, yeah. Tried, yeah. he, he like, he carries himself with. He does. Like, gangster. It's prideful. He's ready for battle immediately. And that's the thing. Orlovsky. But is he, do you think he's just talk? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Bobby. Uh, no, Bobby. Bobby, I think, would definitely take some jabs at Orlovsky if he had the chance. The thing is, I think he's going to sit down and he's going to he's going to try and kill you with kindness. It will not work. Oh, Stephen I, A. I, style. I told yeah. you what he's going to do. He's going to sit down and he's going to shake, and then he's going to do the hand over the hand. Oh, that's exactly what he's oh, going to do. He's gonna, oh, he's going to he's going to double hand you. He's going to double hand you a couple pumps, some caressing. Is that the I mean, best way could, to come across as a nice person in a first, like, five-second interaction? I think it needs to be a firm handshake and then either the tap on the shoulder. I think the tap on the shoulder is a little condescending. Uh, tap on the shoulder or the, or the <laughs> hand over, two, two or three pumps, and go. That's all I got left in me, Peyton, honestly. if that's not a drop, I don't know what is. <laughs> a couple of pumps and go. Add that to the drop. Yeah. Okay, so stick around with us until Brian Billick at 8.30, then the playmaker, uh, Thomas Dimitrov. We got Dan Orlovsky as well. We got Chia Follett. What do the they call you guys now as the combo? Uh, he still calls us the nosebleed guys. Okay. Uh, Dawson. We got the nosebleeds with us here on Sean and RJ live from Phoenix Radio Row continues. Hump day edition. Okay. On the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's Sean, RJ, and Bobby joined by the Nosebleeds, now part of the number one rated, not sports show, afternoon radio show, period, in the Metroplex. The G-Bag Nation, we're all live on the fan cam, Twitch, and YouTube. And, of course, we are brought to you by Rally House, Window Nation, and a number one Air, thanks for being a Tolo, turning it on, leaving it on. Uh, so I scheduled the uh, A. I don't know if it should be the station dinner, but uh, station dinner tonight. Do you think this should have been a recovery night? No, I'm down. We'll be good. Yeah, we've we'll rallied now. I've we'll... chugged three bottles of water since we've been at this table. Were you guys hammered last night? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you... it was free, and Bobby's got us doing, like, uh, vodka chugs and stuff. Vodka chugs. What are you going to do tonight? You going to bail? No, I'll go. I just won't. I won't drink. Right, but I'll, I'll go. Are we, wherever we're going, Good. we're gonna have a TV, right? Because we want to watch Kyrie. I mean, I assume it was hard to get a reservation for like eight. I'm getting ready to freeze out certain members who didn't respond on the text, so I can lock in the eight. Mm. Corey was being really weird yesterday. I hate when he does these stupid bits. Like he does these <laughs> dumb bits, like in crosstalk. Huh? Huh? Like he's not paying attention. So I knew it was starting yeah. from that, and then I send out the group text, and I'm like, "Who wants to go to dinner?" I'll, make, I'll try to make a reservation. And Corey goes, where, though? Where are we going? And I'm like, does it matter? I don't know. Why? First, Why? first off, it point. doesn't matter. And second off, I don't know. I need the number because certain people won't take the reservation for that amount. So people are saying in, 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 out, whatever. And Corey's like, I still don't know where we're going. <laughs> and I was like, I'm trying not to respond. You know, I'm sitting there. I'm trying to keep my cool. Uh, and he goes, out. Or like, He's misspelling everything. Yeah, he put put. And then he meant, I mean, out. Yeah. Oh, I think he was deboozing at the uh, the burger joint. That true burger he was drinking. Bingo. Yeah. And exactly a couple of craft beers <laughs> yeah. later. Yeah, when we were walking out of the hotel last night, he goes, might have gone a little too hard, boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stumbling walking out to the car. Yeah, he had that, like, grandpa. You know, like. Because we gra- tried to go pregame before the party. We, you, try, we've ah, tried to, we tried to. We wanted to leave at six. Like an idiot, I answered Corey. He goes, are you guys leaving? Like, you, and I. I should have just gotten in the car and said we had already left. But I was trying to be a nice teammate, and I was already ticked off, so I had my justification. I was like, yeah, come down. He said, all right, 15 minutes. I said, 15 minutes? Guys don't take that long. What are you talking about? Hey, maybe he had to go to the bathroom. A uh, number two? Yeah. Then he comes Should downstairs. Be. He forgets his media pass. He has to go back upstairs. Uh-huh. And then this and that. So we blew up our happy hour. 
No happy hour. We no got, happy we, hour. We got there a little yeah. early, and, and that was it. It didn't. I mean, we got there early enough to have a happy hour, but it didn't help that we were dropped into the boonies. Like, there was nothing around there. Yeah, nothing around there. Well, they dropped us off at a church, and Mike goes, oh, it's at the Baptist church. This is great. Oh. That added into the Mike Did pessimism. you see Dan Orlovsky there? No. Oh. Wow, would you, you know, man. Orlovsky at 915. All right, Zach, I need you. <laughs> yeah, I got you. I spent all of my afternoon yesterday getting destroyed by Mavs fans. I mean, taken apart. Ratioed. Crushed. And it was because of Kyrie Irving at his press conference. Some reporter noticed that he erased his apology Mm -hmm. for the anti-Semitic story that took over the world. Here's Kyrie on why he deleted it. Yeah, I delete a lot of things on my Instagram. Um, you know, I've I've had things that have happened before in my life, probably not as drastic of that moment, um, which led to a lot of confusion and uncertainty, I felt like, um, and what I meant and what I stand for. And I had to sit up in these mics and explain to the world who I am when I know who I am. So, um, you know, I delete things all the time, and it's no disrespect to anyone within the community. Um, just living my life. Okay, follow up from Tim McMahon. You deleted it. Do you still stand by your apology? I stand by who I am and why I apologized. And I did it because I care about my family and I have Jewish members of my family that care for me deeply. Um, Did the media know that beforehand when they called me that word anti-Semitic? No. Did they know anything about my family? No. Everything was assumed. Everything was put out before I had anything to say. Um, And I reacted instead of responding uh, emotionally maturely. Uh, I didn't need to be defensive or go at anybody. Um, so I stand by my apology and I stand by my people everywhere. All walks of life, all races, all religions, same thing. Okay. I think that was a pretty good second answer. My opinion was, okay, we have our first issue in Dallas. This will become a story. This will become an issue. I personally think it was dumb for him to erase it because it makes it a story. It, it does. There was no there was no reason to take it down. Why would you take it down? What what reason would you have? It only gives off the impression that you were forced to do it in the first place. All I said was, we have an issue, and God, I got destroyed. So I just spent all night asking you guys, am I crazy here? Is this a story? Is this an issue? What do you think, Zach? It's a story. Uh, 100% it's a story. But the big picture thing is, I thought that Kyrie's answer was very well done. I, I thought the way that he... he portrayed it and he spoke was made a lot of sense and i didn't think at the time being jewish i don't think kyrie irving is anti-semitic and i don't think you know i know we've had the comparison with kanye kanye is i don't think the two are the same you know kanye went out and basically said hey he's pro hitler in you know to paraphrase you are anti-semitic if those are your views if you're going to go ahead and side there uh i don't think kyrie is and i think that kyrie is a unique individual and I'm not going to hold anything against him. I think he deserves a fresh start here in Dallas, but to your point, it, it is a story because if he goes and deletes it, he got suspended for it. It was a major storyline in Brooklyn. And why would you delete it? Because all it's doing now is now bringing up the talking point again. Now, pe- now people to be fair, like, well, it's a story. You media make it a story. You know, you guys make it a story, which yeah. is true. That's what we do. That's our job. <laughs> We de- like I know I, I know like they don't hear we determine what is a story and what isn't. The like, media. It may sound it may sound elitist. Yeah, it's true. But it's true. The like, media. We, we determine the media determines what is and what isn't a story or what is and what isn't a narrative. 
I'm not talking de- point. I'm not debating that it's a loser move to go through all of Kyrie's tweets and people who do that, and they've noticed that people unfollow. Uh, but for all you Mav psycho homers, you're the equivalent of, of A&M football fans with how annoying you are. Uh, don't come at me with, well, it's his social media. We're all responsible for our social medias. If you have two followers, it doesn't matter for you. If Kyrie Irving or any Dallas-Fort Worth figure tweets something that could be controversial, it's a topic. Right. It comes with it, including us. Right. And and I'm pro- you know I'm I'm not looking at the the truckwreck.com fan text right now. I could be getting blown up for saying what I said about Kanye. People are going to take things a certain way, right? Feel how you want to feel. Yeah, that's fine. I'm a little bit more sensitive to that because I am Jewish. My grandfather's side of the family all persecuted in the Holocaust. So I have direct ties to that. So somebody that wants to come out and basically say like, hey, you're pro-Hitler. Hey, you're a Holocaust denier. I don't really have time for it. In my opinion, I'm, I'm okay if you want to be labeled anti-Semitic. I don't think Kyrie is personally. I do not. I think maybe, Eric, this was like him shedding the last Brooklyn layer like, y'all made me do this. I was clearly f- down. forced to do this. Uh, and, yeah, this is this is the breakup. This is the breakup. This That's is when, a breakup delete. When you when you remove all the photos of the girl, or she removes all of you, you know, when you guys break up, or, or you archive them, or whatever the hell it is, right? Just get them off my profile. He wanted to get everything from the Nets off his profile. But this was like that's also. That's not from the Nets. That's a different thing. But it was because yeah, they're, the ones, that made, they're the ones that made him do it. Quote unquote. And I think his meeting he, with Adam well, then he Silver. he doesn't stand by it. He Adam Silver is also doesn't stand Jewish. By it. He doesn't. Be, he doesn't. He never thought he is had that, to. What? He still has photos of him in like as a Brooklyn, Brooklyn yeah, uniform yeah. on his Instagram. It's not about that. Yeah, it's like he wanted to. It, like, it, he didn't believe that he needed to apologize. It, it, he's to. And again, I'm at where, where, where some of these Mavs fans don't listen. I've been a, a an advocate for trading for him. I've been supporting it, but that doesn't mean I have to one million percent accept everything he does moving forward. Like some of you on my timeline yesterday, I'm not blind. I'm not a sheep. I'm not just going to sit there and put my head in the sand and go, "Ah, oh, let me give me my Mavs jersey, MFFFL or whatever letters they put together." Like, no, when he does right, right, wrong, wrong. And this just gives the impression, the only impression any reasonable person could have is that he didn't mean the apology. Otherwise, what do you gain by deleting it? So that's where I was coming from, that it would become an issue. I'm not saying banish him. I'm not saying reverse the trade. I'm not saying I'm against it. But I think it was a stupid move. That's just my opinion. I I think most of us, I think most people would agree with you there. I'm surprised more people haven't asked Mark Cuban about it. Mark Cuban's Jewish. Mark Cuban talked about Kyrie when it happened, and Mark Cuban said, I think if you hear somebody, that, if somebody said that to you on the street, what Kyrie says and thinks or whatever, you'd go, oh, that's a crazy person, and you keep on moving. You know what else is really funny? Like, two weeks ago, everyone d- killing me yesterday was calling Kyrie a, a psycho cancer. And now mm. he puts on your uniform, and you just all of a sudden have amnesia. Like, you completely flip-flop like that. That's, give me a break. Yeah, that's, that's, a that's being a sports fan. Yeah. I mean, I went from I can't stand T.O., go bleep yourself, to all right, you're catching touchdowns for my team. 
I love you, T.O. Get your popcorn ready. I love me some meat. Did, Believe it. I was going to say, Walt uh, Chuck is a big love me some meat guy now. Did anyone on G-Bag, was anyone opposed to, where did you guys stand on trading for him? We were, we were all in favor of it. We were all in favor of it. And, and I don't know that we would all have been in favor of it at the start of the year. If you told me before the season in the summer when they had the opportunity, I'm like, eh, I don't know. But with the way the season's gone, yeah. we're all going, what else are you going to do? Right. And it's not like you're mortgaging so much of the future that it's like, wow, you're really going to bleep yourself when this thing inevitably blows up on you. Right? I can't take you serious with that hat on over top your headphones. <laughs> oh, my God. It's, uh, it's, it's hot. It's hotter in here than I was anticipating. It's a little chilly outside. But well, why don't you take the hat off? Well, yeah, if it's hot, why are you putting the it's hat on? It's a beanie. Well, but it's not on my ears anymore. So, but it will release. Watch ears. this. Take the hat You're off. Wearing a headset. And immediately cooler. I got hair. It's not cool. Yeah, yeah, cooler. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm about to flex on Sean. I've got hair. Sean. No, I mean, I, I said it to Chopper. Like, no one's going to insult it's me. Like, you know, it's, it's the, <laughs> the hair. Also, like, yeah, he's got great hair. It's so. It's so. It's one of those baggy hippie ones. Yeah. Uh, not yeah. really. I just. It's not, one of those ones that, like, you would. When you have as much hair as I do chop, the head becomes, like, three times bigger. Like, when I, I cut it. my hair, my hat it. size is going to shrink tremendously. It was actually great. Yesterday, when Corey first showed up to the media party, there was a guy with his back to Corey wearing one of those beanies like that, smoking a cig. He comes up to me and goes, I thought that was Eric. I just went up to him and said <laughs> <laughs> He had skinny jeans on and everything. I was like, wow, he Corey, go bleep straight yourself. hippie. Are we getting stood up by Brian Billick right now? I'm, I've been scanning the room be. trying to find him. Wait, former like Super Bowl champion Brian yeah, Billick? Is there, there another one? There's a yeah, there might be another one. There's, a, there's <laughs> at least a 40% yeah, chance. Yeah, yeah, no, it's that the other guy. It's the other there's Brian a, Billick. There's at least a 40% chance. It's the PSA basketball coach Brian Billick. That we have our time, like that somebody got the mountain time, central time wrong. Okay. Because we got Michael Irvin. Yeah, we do. So you're going to bump Billick for Irvin then? Uh, if it comes to or that. tag team? Well, initially it was supposed no. to be Billick at 8.30. No. Everyone's out for Michael. And then Michael, gets Michael at 8.40. Michael Reigns. Carbon. Yeah, he does. Car- Carbon. So, Brian Billick, one of two famous people that did stay at my parents' bed and breakfast. Who else? Who's the other? Me. House. <laughs> 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 RJ did stay there for my wedding. Uh, Hal Steinbrenner. Oh. The uncool brother. Or wait, is he the. He's, isn't he the. Hal's alive. Oh, he's the, he's the alive brother. Hank. Oh. Hank was the Hank passed away, per, uh, personality. He was the one that kind of tried to beat George when when George died, and then Hal was like, "Okay, man, like, quiet, yeah. go away. I'm taking over." Hal, so how's the how's the Jerry? He's or how, how's the Steven? He's the cheap one. Okay. Uh, while we're talking about Kyrie, I got fooled by Draymond Green's answer yesterday. <laughs> I didn't understand it. Yeah. And then your email, I was like, "Oh, yeah, okay." Uh, this is Draymond Green on his podcast reacting to Kyrie now joining a squad in the Western Conference. I don't love it. Reason I don't love it, that's very hard to stop. It's very hard to stop. Kyrie Irving is one of the best scorers we've seen. One of the best, if not the best, ball handler we've seen. Tough shot taker, tough shot maker. Kyrie Irving also can spot shoot, and that's what makes it interesting. Because everyone says, oh, Kyrie needs the ball, Luka needs the ball. That's true. But Kyrie can actually spot shoot. Luka is not the best spot shooter. Luka's more get his rhythm off the dribble, shoot it off the dribble. But Kyrie can spot shoot. And Luka, as we know, finding you. So I don't love it from that standpoint. Okay. So that excites me. I didn't get that when he goes, I don't love it. I don't, I don't love it. it. He doesn't like, want to play against us. He doesn't want to play against there it. There you go. Simple. And this is one of the best defensive players, or one of better defensive players in the league, Draymond, for years. 
uh, and maybe not this year, but like for years, like during his career. If he tells you, if he tells me that it's, it's really difficult to stop, believe that. Believe that. Well, well, these are two of the most dynamic offensive weapons in the entire sport converging together. This is going to be a disaster for defenses to have to deal with. What, what do you think is a Mavs ceiling real quick? As currently constructed, I would say probably Western Conference Finals again. Nice, but the I, NBA Finals. Woo! Yeah. That's, that's, that's their ceiling, I think, the West, is, is, the, is the NBA Finals right with, now. With, with, with before making any other moves? Like, just as is? Yeah. yeah. All I mean, right. They, their backcourt's as good as anybody's in the league. No question. Um, I just, their defense and, and, and is the trash. The West. And the it, West is terrible. That's, right? the, big, that's the big thing. But it's you the can't, conference. You can't go to the Finals and be god-awful on defense. So something will have to change defensively. Yeah. I don't know what does. I don't know who wakes up and Well, you know, according better. to the metrics, Kyrie's better than Dorian Finney-Smith on defense right now. Oh, <laughs> interesting. So, you're going to need Reggie Bullock to, to be locked down like he was in the postseason. Josh Green's going to have to keep improving and, and just be jaw-dropping every night. All right, let's, uh, let's take a quick break and return with the Playmaker. We'll see if the Nosebleeds want to interview Odyssey NFL insider Michael Irvin next on The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. It is now time for Odyssey NFL Insider, the playmaker, Michael Irvin, joining us here in Phoenix, Arizona with Sean, RJ, and Bobby on DFW Sports Station. I did not think this interview was still going to happen. When you found out it was happening, Choppy, we were hopeful to see Michael right here in person. The nosebleeds just wanted to stick around. They're like, Michael's coming. Oh, my God, childhood dream. But Michael is not here in person. No, he's not. He is – He's on the phone. Mike. A little disappointed. Good morning. Yeah, I'm in hiding, actually, is what I am. I guess you would call it hiding. How you guys doing, man? So you guys are in Phoenix? You guys are here now? Yeah. Yeah, man. Why are you in hiding? Where did you guys get in? Monday. Monday night. Oh, man, we should have called me Monday night. We should have had Monday night. No, no, I'm I'm here. (laughs) Just chilling at the hospital. But I'm not at the hospital, at the the hotel. Uh, (laughs) You scared us there. <laughs> All right, so have you gone out and about? Did you go out with Monday night your your socializing night? Well, Sunday night actually. Monday I could have gone. I didn't do anything Monday night. I went out Sunday night. Michael Brooks, you know Michael Brooks, my old DB, played DB for us. Uh, he's here, so every time I come in town, he and I usually go to dinner. So we went out Sunday night and grabbed something to eat, you know. And and Monday night, man, I was exhausted Monday because I woke up early and did. <clears throat> First take, and then got back. Uh, got got about an hour rest, and then had to go right to opening night and do all those interviews and everything. But 
But yeah, Monday, Monday night when I got done, I was I was done. I was done when I got done. But what are your big dog dinners looking like the rest of the week? Are you going out with Stephen A. one night? Are you going out with NFL Network, Kurt Warner and Eisen one night? What? Well, give, give you know, let us live vicariously through you. Well, I, you know, I, I, I what I would do, I would um this week, you start getting close to, closer to the weekend, man. I I have to limit things because I have Saturday night. You know, I work usually I work all day Sunday. I go from five from six, you know, to whenever the game starts. You know, Friday night, you, you we'll get out a little bit Friday night. You get out a little bit Friday night. Mm. Uh, Schedule to do first take Friday. So after that, you know, maybe get out and move around a little bit. You got to go see Cardi and Offset on Saturday night. I'm expe- I want I want stories. I want I want video. All no, no, set. No, 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 Better no, go. No, no. What, what, what do you mean? We're gonna go Cardi and Offset. Listen, man. Saturday night is a real slow night. Huge. The real slow night. Cause Sunday. Sunday usually, you know, you wake it up. I'm on the get on there from six till until you know we do our show. Our show usually go from six a.m. till till the Ooh. game comes on. But you know, you do eight nine hours of that. Ooh. That's a long time and a lot of work. Well, look, we're going out tonight. Yep. All right, we're, we're dinner on us uh, tomorrow, whatever night. If you have one more to squeeze in, we're we're here till we're here till Friday morning. So. I mean, the, the 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 invite is extended. I don't know where you're staying, or, but it's there for you. But I know you're in hiding. Well, I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I appreciate you saying that. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's a no. That was a, if I've ever heard that one. That was a nice no. That's a nice no. <laughs> <laughs> that was a really, really nice no. So, well, 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 guys, there's a lot going on here. There's a lot going on. I don't know whether you guys heard it or not, but that, that one is the show just to share with you, you know, I don't know if you guys you guys haven't heard that that Sunday night when I went out and came in Sunday night and this is tripping me out because you know I went out with Michael Brooks came in we had uh and I don't remember it but but I, I guess when I came in they said because they asked I said what'd you do I said I went straight to the room but I guess I had met somebody in the lobby talked so talked to somebody in the lobby for about a minute and then I went to my room. And then after I got off air and got to work, they said, uh, come on, we got to move you in a hotel. I said, what? Move you in a hotel for what? So they moved my hotel. And I said, what's going on, guys? What's going on? What's happening? Why would we move a hotel? And they said, well, that, that, the last night you walked in, you talked to somebody. I said, I didn't talk to anybody. I went straight to the room. And, and then they showed it on camera that I did talk to somebody. I talked to this girl for about a minute. I don't, I don't know what. They didn't show it to me. They told me. And I didn't see it. I don't, I don't know what she looked like or anything. But that's why they moved me. That's why they moved me because I guess the girl said I said something to her within that minute that that we talked and you know so they moved me. So I I, I thought you guys would have heard about it. That's why I wanted to come on and talk to you guys about it. But but yeah, I I, I don't know what's the plan for the rest of the week. We, that's why I said I'm kind of in hiding till we figure all of that out. No, we not. No idea. No headline. No yeah. news story. Yeah, well, you, you, well, I'm giving it to you. You should be hearing it or you should know about it because that, that's exactly what's happening. And that's why I'm saying I'm just kind of hiding and waiting to see how it comes, how everything comes down. And, you know, you know you're in this, this yeah. world here. It was a 45-minute a meeting somewhere in the lobby. In the lobby, I don't even remember it really because I had a few drinks to tell you the truth. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I had a few drinks to tell you the truth. I don't really remember it, but, but that's what they said. 
The playmaker Michael Irvin joining us on the Diamond Factory Hotline here on Sean, RJ, and Bobby. Mike, what is your feel on this game? Vegas has rarely bet as heavily on one team as they are the Philadelphia Eagles. The money is not moving. It is heavy on Philly. What's your feeling for Sunday? Yeah, I looked at this, man, when I, when I went back and watched the game <clears> that <throat> they played against Tennessee. I'm talking about Kansas City. You see that game. You, mm-hmm. I mean, Tennessee just manhandled them in the run games. Physical, physical, physical. It took overtime for Kansas City to come back and win that game. And they won in the you know, second half. And, and, and overtime for them to come back and win that game. And in the second half, Malik Willis only had five completions, 22 yards total, one first down. And it took all of that for them to beat uh, Tennessee. Philly has a better run game and a, and, and a power run game just like Tennessee. You go back to Tampa Bay when they played in the Super Bowl and when they put that pressure on Patrick Mahomes, that was a problem. Uh, uh, Philly can put pressure better than I think that Tampa team can put pressure on Patrick Mahomes. So, so I'm with Vegas on this. I'm leaning towards Philly with this. Man, and it seems like – it's not just Vegas. It seems like every – like former player is picking. It's got that Denver Seattle vibe to it, like we had in New York. I mean, it seemed like every player that came up to us, guy, you know, guy who played in the league or currently was like, Seattle's going to win this game. And is it is it a lot of it? So much of it, the line of scrimmage where Philadelphia can really control this game. Is that what it is? That's what it is. It is. You know, you you start breaking it down now. Uh, you you you'll take Patrick Mahomes over over Jalen Hurts in the passing game. There's no doubt. You're gonna take Philly over Kansas City in the run game. You you know what I mean? And and that run game, that run game is so dangerous, man. That that Philly has because even if you the, the design runs, uh, and 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 he's so good at deciding when you're trying to play coverage or when you're trying to stop the run. And when you start playing that coverage, man. The, the, the fifth part is like the Red Sea, and Jalen Hurst knows it even before the snaps, and you can see it. It's going to be interesting to watch because Patrick Mahomes does such a great job of making plays all over the football field. To have to, and he's going to have to make plays to keep his team in this game with the Philadelphia Eagles. If I'm Philly, though, you know how I feel about physical football. If I'm Philly, I'm a, I, I will try to break their will. I will come out. And just run the first fifteen. You know, I was over the first fifteen. The first fifteen, they all be running plays. I'm just gonna let you guys know this ain't gonna be none of that fancy stuff. We gonna bust <laughs> butt right here. We'll all be running plays coming right down here. Michael, how different? How difficult is this week? Just with like the circus, like we're out here at Radio Row, and obviously the players are doing these podium interviews and things like that. How difficult is it to prepare for the actual game during the like just insane Super Bowl week? It's all it, it's difficult. It's difficult, but you know you got to get people to help you with this. It's, it's the guys that come in and try to do it all themselves. You know, that come in and say, "Listen, I'm going to do this. I got, it, I got, it, I got." It. You come in, you got your people. I put mine off on my. Hey, you take care of everybody. Here's all the tickets. Here's what you need. Take care of everybody. My assistant or somebody, so I can try to focus on the game. And I, and guys, now you know, you know, the first time. Maybe you try to do everything. You're so excited. But at the same time I got, I was like, man, I'm not touching this. I, I, I'm done with it, you know. I, I, I'll give – I'll say, hey, here's 20 tickets. 
to my oldest, Maisha, who's really my executive assistant anyway. Maisha, I said, you take this, get these all the family, and, and get the hotel rooms and everything situated, get them plane tickets, but leave me out of it. Let me focus on the field. And I think that's what most guys are learning now, especially these guys now. They have so many people, you know, and so much money they're making. I'm sure they got people taking care of that stuff so they can focus on football. How much have you been hearing from the Eagle fans this oh, yeah. week with the Cowboy insults? Well, yeah, I, I, I've been hearing from the Cowboy fans with the, with the insults too because they get mad at me because I'm sitting up there interviewing Andy Reid. I mean, uh, 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 I'm sitting there Nick <laughs> Sirianni. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is my job. This is my job, dude. You know, I coach my good. You know, uh, 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 one of the guys, Jalen Hurst, hey, man, love the man on the end of the interview. That's all right, my brother. This is brotherly love. Love you too, man. What do you mean you love me? You can't be seeing that, man. What are you doing, man? Dude, stop, man. Come on, man. We ain't nowhere near this game right now. I can go ahead. I got to interview these guys. It's okay. But, yeah, they're all over me, man. My boy, I don't care. How can you do that? You with the Cowboys. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But we need checks at the house. We need checks. <laughs> we need them checks. Hey, I got to ask you about Trent Dilfer's comment. Mm. Uh, there, in in a Ravens thirty for thirty, he said that you know he he loves Brady and Rodgers, but what they have done in today's modern offensive NFL world is not impressive comparing it to the old school days. Did you see the comment, Mike? And what do you think about that discussion of offensive football eras? Wait, 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 wait. He said because I, I saw Trent Dilfer yesterday. He said, different said what yesterday? So basically he said, like, you know, it's not impressive when the rules have changed. You can't hit the quarterback. You can't throw receivers off the route. When they're throwing from a clean pocket, they could do anything. So he's not really impressed with Brady and Rodgers and such. He's more impressed with what guys did in, like, the 80s, 90s and such. I understand the direction he's headed. But it doesn't mean that you can be less. You, you need to be less impressed. I can be impressed with what those guys did, and impressed with what these guys did. I, you know, it, what what he's alluding to is how we've given up the accuracy and the pinpoint play. In the '80s, you needed those pinpoint plays because you were able to separate man from ball. You know, when Troy throws that bang eight, he tells you catch it. Because, you know, same time, you and the, the, the man in the ball is going to get there. That's why you called it a bang eight. It's going to be bang, bang, boom. You're going to take this hit because they're separating you from the ball. Now, now they don't separate you from the ball. They have to wait on you to catch the ball. So now you don't have to be. Mike? The same time the ball's coming. Yeah. Mm. Sorry, sorry, you dropped out. Oh, I did I lose you guys? Yeah. yeah. Because the pain ain't coming the same time the ball is coming. You can be less accurate. You can't bring the pain until after you catch the ball. So now, since we can be less uh, uh, accurately, we can play with more mobility. And then that's when the running quarterback has come in, and and now we got two brothers in the quarter playing quarterback in the Super Bowl <laughs> because you, you you don't have to be as accurate, and, and you, so mobility becomes an important part. And both of these guys have great mobility. Michael, you know, there was a, a report from The Athletic this week that Keenan Allen is likely to get released by the Chargers as a cap casualty. He's obviously a guy who's been, you know, banged up a little bit. He's into his 30s now. Um, but is that a guy that if he were on the street, you'd say, hey, that's that's the guy. That's the number two that the Cowboys should pursue to put across from C.D. Lamb. Well, I, would I take Keenan Allen? 
Yes, yeah. I do. I love Keenan Allen, man. He's a great player. Ultimately, what I really want is a big-time outside receiver. A big-time outside receiver. Mm. I, I, I got C.D. Lamb to handle this stuff in the slot. He's great in the slot. You know, and Keenan Allen is really great in the slot. Real great player in the slot. You know, uh, and he did a lot of plays in the slice. He understands the game, a lot like T.Y. and understanding the game, um, like a quarterback and everything. But, boy, if I had my, my choice, I would want me a big-time outside receiver that can make plays out there on the perimeter. LeBron or Michael? Boy, that's a hard one, man. It, it's, a, it's a hard game, you know, because Michael played, dog. Michael played when Michael was Michael. Now LeBron played. Le- Michael played when Michael was Michael, and only Chicago had Michael. LeBron is playing with, with LeBron being LeBron, but every team now has a Michael. You know, you got you got John Morant, you got Donovan Mitchell, you got you got so many great players in this league right now. Such talented dudes, man. So so yeah yeah. I love what Michael did, and he went and he won every, 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 every championship that he played in. But you can't slight LeBron for winning the way he's winning, even in this era with all of those kinds of players. Because the, the athletes have gotten better. In the game, you know, it, it, it's not as tough as it was when Michael played, similar to football, because they're not allowed all the banging. But you got to be impressed with both of those guys. Ultimately, whew, LeBron's playing so long. LeBron, he's about to be the leading scorer, you know, over the whole NBA. You know, you can take either one of those careers. But for me, it's always about the championships that Michael had the most. Thank you for joining us. Hit us up if you need us. We got you. And uh, we hope to see you throughout the week. Thank you, Mike. All right, guys. Appreciate it. That was Odyssey NFL insider Michael Irvin. Insider calls brought to you by driveway.com. Head to driveway.com today to shop more than 25,000 new and used cars in driveways nationwide inventory. Let's come back and react to that along with oh, yeah. former GM Thomas Dimitrov. What advice, what GM advice would he have for the Cowboys? And Dan Orlovsky. Woo! Next on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.